Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined this evening by Adam, Tony, Chris, and my lovely wife, Bridget. Although I'm not really talking to Adam. No, that's... Yeah. After that incident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we yeah. won't discuss. We can't discuss it here, but it was bad. It was ugly. It's shrouded in mystery. It is shrouded in mystery. <laughs> hey, Mark, how's it going? How's hey! it going? <laughs> yeah, let's all be nice to Mark and not talk to Adam. So the Hi, next time, honey. the next time you're in Disney World, I think Adam has to buy you, hmm, one of those Lapu Lapus, and he has to serve it to you while wearing a sarong. Um, am I there? Because I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I'm on board with this idea. But wait, was it the sarong that did it? I don't know. I mean, I just a coconut could he, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Good. <laughs> and then he has sing that your welcome song from Moana. <laughs> now you guys like staying at the Polynesian, so you know. That's true. Okay. So hey, what are Mark. we doing this evening, Chris? I think what we discussed before this show was that we were not gonna get off topic. Right. And we're, we're like thirty seconds in and we're already off topic. So we decided we were gonna talk about Star Wars tonight because even though a lot of news came out you know, earlier in the week, even more came out today. So we thought we would cover that and just talk about how excited we are about everything and all the new stuff and the food, including the blue milk, which is, I don't know about that. But I'm going to turn this over to Tony. Tony, what what did you hear? What's going on? Well, Chris, I can tell you I'm excited about the food and so is R2. Excellent. So a a whole bunch of news has been released uh, about uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and there's going to be a ton of new food. If you remember or if you've been to Pandora uh, over in Animal Kingdom, been to uh, Satuli Canteen, kind of the same concept going on over here in Galaxy's Edge uh, where it's – well, it's a little weird. And and let let me just tell you what's going on here. So uh, food is going to be at Docking Bay 7, Food and Cargo. There's going to be some weird-sounding menu items. So we've got some Ronto Roasters, uh, which is going to be firing up a barbecue pit on some pod racing engines. Uh, You're going to uh, run into some droids in the line, and you're going to be able to get Mailaroon Juice, Turkey Jerky, and Ronto Wraps filled with grilled sausage and roast pork. Uh, there's going to be some non-alcoholic drinks there, like Sour Sarlacc and the Tatooine Sunset. As you can see, Disney going uh, heavy on the, the Star Wars uh, branding and, and terms. Uh, the market's also going to have a, a stand called the Milk Stand. It's going to have Blue Milk, which was first introduced to us in 1977 in uh, awesome. Star Wars. And Green Milk, which was introduced in The Last Jedi. Apparently, Bantha's uh, produced the Blue Milk. I don't know. It's going to be a plant-based dairy drink, uh, which Wait which worries minute. me. Produces the green milk. The green milk is produced by Mark. Was, what were the things? That, oh, I don't know the name of the animal, but it was yeah, one. Yeah, blue milk one. That. Someone go to Wikipedia stat. I'm on it. All right. <laughs> so over at uh, Katsaka's kettle. Uh, there's going to have uh, a popcorn snack with sweet, savory, and sweet flavors, uh, all cooked in Katsaka's kettle. Um, we should probably post some pictures of these meals, too, because yeah. there's some really nice uh, 
photo media out about this. They do have some pork ribs. So one of the restaurants is going to be Tug's Grub, which is Chief Strano Cookie Tug's has uh, modified a transport into a mobile kitchen that he travels uh, in across the galaxy. Um, and his pantry has all sorts of exotic ingredients. The uh, Tug's Grub is a traveling diner for diners traveling. These are dishes that he created while working for Maz Kanada. And uh, one of them is a braised shock roast featuring beef pot roast with cavatelli pasta, kale, and mushrooms. Fried and Dorian yip, uh, tip yip, which is a chicken dish with roasted vegetable mash and herb gravy. The Felution Garden Spread, which is a plant-based kefta meatball dish with hummus and tomato cucumber relish on pita bread. The Athorian Garden Loaf, which is a plant-based meatloaf dish served with roasted vegetable mash, seasoned vegetables, and mushroom sauce. Smoked Kadu Ribs, which are smoked country sticky pork ribs with blueberry corn muffin and cabbage slaw. And finally, the oven-roasted burra fish, which is Dijon-crusted sustainable fish with mixed greens, roasted vegetables, quinoa, and pumpkin seeds in a cr- with a creamy green curry ranch dressing. Uh, the only thing missing off this list sounds like to be uh, Soylent Green, uh, <laughs> which uh, you, you, you don't really want to eat that. But uh, food options look amazing. We'll put some pictures up once the show is posted. And uh, you're definitely going to be able to get your grub on in Galaxy's Edge. So the one thing I noticed when I saw the pictures, first of all, the names, you've kind of got to, you got to kind of move past the names because some of the names don't sound that appetizing. It's just, you know, regular food, of course. But the one thing I noticed was that if you're a picky eater, this is not for you. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing on the menu for picky eaters there, which there shouldn't be, right? I mean, it's Star Wars. Come on. D- did yeah, I ever it's... think I would be, I would be wanting a uh, cheeseburger pod? Yeah. You know, I, I think some of the stuff over in uh, Pandora uh, it sounds a little more appetizing. You don't think this sounds good, the Star Wars stuff? Uh, some of it does. They're going so in-depth in the theming that it's going right down to the food. Like when you go to Universal and you go to the Harry Potter sections, you know, they have a little bit of like a British twist on the food, but it's still fairly, you know, you can get something like a chicken sandwich, the same thing you would get anywhere. But it looks like in Galaxy's Edge, that's just not going to happen. You're going to have to leave, which is fine. And some of it did look really good. I, the, the blue milk and the green milk, I just can't get past. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just I, gross. Yeah, I'm curious about it. Like, I'm, I want to, you know, I'm going to. And it's not, it's plant-based. So yeah. what's it going to taste like? Yeah, probably healthy. Maybe it's sweetened with like agave. So it's, it's like, like a smoothie kind of thing? It could be. It, it almost looks like it's a little thick, you know. Yeah. I don't like a thick drink. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to stay away from that. I'll try it once. So I okay. So that's exciting, Mark. I noticed there were a ton of different options as far as uniforms go. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, and it, it this actually sounds kind of cool because it sounds it sounds like all of the cast members can kind of put their own outfit together, kind of kind of thing. And um, uh, so, they're you know, mix so, and match options. Yeah, I mean, I'm, right? I, like I, I I guess there's going to be like standard you know, pants and, you know, different colored pants and all that kind of stuff. And then you take from that and put your own thing together, it sounds like. So um, that sounds, that seems pretty cool. And it looks like there's a lot of, you know, the Star Wars universe has a lot, of, there's a lot of vests in the Star Wars <laughs> universe. And, uh, we like vests. Yeah. We do like vests. And that's, uh, 
that appears to be well represented. So it, it looks good. I mean, they look very Star Warsy, you know. Like, they do. Is that is that that's a good way to describe it? Star Warsy. I like Star that. That's a, that's a word. Yeah. I liked, I, you know, I saw a lot of different, you're right, there are different options. It is like granimals for Star Wars. You know, like you could pick one bottom and a different top and then maybe a vest. So you'd look different than, you know, your coworker. Right. So that's like instead of mo- Instead of monkeys to monkeys, you're matching porgs to porgs and banthas yeah. to banthas. Right, exactly. <laughs> porgs to porgs. That would be really oh, cool. But like all the, all the actors or all the ca- uh, cast members are in addition, you know, they can pick out their own costume, but they're also going to develop their own characters, which I think is kind of neat. Oh, my gosh. But that's – think of how many people they're going to have working there. That's a lot of, like – like, I wonder how they're going to go about it. Do you think they're going to be like, okay, we're hiring this person, but when they interview them, they have to make sure that this person's creative, right? I mean, it just can't be like Joe Schmo. It's yeah. got to be someone with some creativity, the ability to kind of develop a character. But that's kind of interesting that they're sort of like – putting it down to the cast member level because you know when when disney does anything they start with a story and the people who do that are these incredibly talented people they're imagineers and that's all they do they write stories and they figure out like okay like the christmas shop you wouldn't think the christmas shop in the magic kingdom has a story it does so somebody wrote that but this is taking it out of the hands of the Imagineers and putting it into the cast member level, which could get really interesting. Yeah. Nice that they're giving them a little bit of creativity too. I like that. There's a lot of Star Wars fans out there that could probably do a lot with that. So if they're, if they're hiring and they're, when they're interviewing these cast members and they have, you know, they probably are asking them like, what kind of story would you create? Like what, you know, so it's going to be, it'll be very, really interesting and see how all those stories interweave with one another. Well, when you go into the, um, what is the little Star Wars, like, store area and meet and greet in Hollywood Studios? It's like, uh, I can't remember. Uh, Tatooine, Tatooine Traders. Tatooine yeah. Traders. When you go in there and you talk to people, they are hardcore Star Wars fans. Yeah. Like, they know things. You know, like, I like Star Wars. I've spent a little time on Wikipedia. You know, I've seen all the movies. I talk about it with people. But I'm not, like, this hardcore fan. These people know things. And you have to imagine that everyone they hire, it's like at Harry Potter, you know, they hire people who are really into Harry Potter, although, frankly, it doesn't seem as intense over there, maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, obviously, they're not telling those people to make up a story and pick out their own uniform, you know. Right. Well, and Harry Potter hasn't been around as long as Star Wars. Yeah. And not only, not only are the people, the the cast members going to interact with you. But the Disney Play app is going to allow yeah. you to activate panels and objects. So you've got guest interaction with, with cast members, with the app, you know, with my Disney experience. Everything is, like, totally immersive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be amazing. It's going really to be amazing. be amazing. Like, every time something comes out, I get so ridiculously excited. And I, I'm just like, I don't even... I don't even know, you know, like I, I can't even stand that they haven't announced a, an opening date and all the, you know, Adam kept saying, Hey, on Twitter, they're talking about, they're going to announce an opening date for Disneyland has not happened. Like they're teasing us. Mm-hmm. Well, what did, what did uh, Iger say the other day? He's he, um, somebody, I think somebody asked him about, uh, you know, what the marketing budget is going to be for, for, 
Galaxy's Edge, and I think and he, you know, joked. He's like, "We're just going to tell them it's open." That's actually brilliant, <laughs> and, that's, and they yeah. totally do it. Right? He, he said that in an earnings call. Yeah. For the quarter, and they asked him like, "When's going to open?" He's like, "I'm just, you know, just going to tweet out it's open." Yeah. And they could do that. I mean, they're, they he. This is going to be. I think maybe for crowd control, that might be a better idea. That's, that's why you don't that's have people waiting. Smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, and and I mean. <sighs> That, that is actually a smart way to do it. I mean, you know, we've heard all along that they're going to do, you know, uh, cast member previews and then uh, pass holder previews and all that. And I just really don't know that they would just go ahead and announce it on Twitter. I mean, people are expecting something a lot bigger. I will tell you one thing that the rumors I hear, you know, usually when something opens up, like this Disney invites all these agencies down and they are out West or wherever, and they get a preview, you know, and a lot of times it's been when the media does their preview. So they have everything ahead of time so they can tell clients, Hey, I saw this and here's a picture. They're not, the rumor is they're not doing this until like September. So if they're doing this in September, this means they don't you're right they don't think they have to market it they don't have to have these travel agents in there marketing it because they don't have to it's kind of brilliant right yeah it's um, (laughs) half the world's going to be there anyway (laughs) but then there's other people who say that that's not actually true that there's so much hype that it's not going to be as crazy as they think i don't know I think that's what happened with Toy Story, like the first initial. It wasn't, it didn't seem like it got slammed. You guys were in Disney World in July. Did you find Toy Story just really overwhelming at that point or or was it not a big deal? No, I mean, I mean, we... It wasn't that bad. But then we, we went, I mean, we planned to be there at times when it wouldn't be, like we were there really early in the morning or we were there later at night, you know, so, and <laughs> the times we were there, like we weren't there in the, you know, middle of the day. Right. Right. And I mean, I remember seeing like for um, we had a fast pass for um, Slinky Dog and it was like five o'clock at night. But we were there for those early morning hours. And like, I think we were there at like 715 and the line was 50 minutes long. Right. But Katie really wanted to ride it. I'm like, well, do you really want to wait that long? She wanted to do it. So I got in line with her and it really was only like half an hour. Yeah, we waited like half an hour. And yeah. that was the day that the yeah. park closed because of the air conditioning issue, remember? Or the power outage? Yeah, 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 you're right. Mm-hmm. We never actually got to use that fast pass. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was a good thing we got there early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, one of the getting back to the Star Wars stuff though, one of the big announcements today, they were talking about the Rise of the Resistance ride. Right. And up to, we had heard that there's going to be an animatronic of Kylo Ren in there. But apparently, there's going to be animatronic. There, it's that ride is also going to include Ray and Finn and Poe as well. Wow. Just, uh, we we hadn't heard that. At least I I hadn't heard it before t- today. So I've heard a lot of people say that you know Smuggler's Run is getting all the attention, but that from what they've seen, Rise of the Resistance is actually going to be a more interesting ride. I I really yeah, think it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was all like, I was all excited about Smuggler's Run. And now that we've we've gotten all these details about Rise of the Resistance, it really sounds like that's the premier ride. Yeah. 
you know. I'm going to buy 16 fast passes for that ride. That brings up a good point. Tell us about it, Tony. What about the gossip we're hearing? And it's just gossip. It's just rumors. Well, rumor is that Disney is considering selling fast passes for the rides in Galaxy's Edge. Um, okay. Raise your hand if you're in line to buy those fast passes, because I will buy them. And you, you know what that is? We've just gone back to the future. When when Disney opened up, here's your admission price, here's your ticket book. Now for one land, you're going to pay an admission price, which is now $100. It's not like $5 anymore. And you're going to pay and essentially buy a ticket for those rides. So essentially, we've gone back to a ticket book for one land. I'm okay with that. I, I mean, Because I, you don't have to pay to do it. You can just get the regular Fast Pass if you are you know, Mr. Fast Fingers at seven o'clock in the morning, 60 days out. And I'll, I'll say this, like, I don't like if that's, if that's the way they decide to go, it ups, like, I don't like that they're doing it, but I'll be in line to buy those fast passes. Yeah. They <laughs> don't even I don't have, like it, but I'll, I'll buy them. <laughs> I, I don't even have a complaint about it. You yeah. know, it, to me, and I, I will, my kids could tell you, I'm for my own personal trips, I'm the worst at getting fast passes. So, because I do it for other people all the time, you know, it's kind of like, you know, a dentist whose kids, you know, need braces or whatever. Um, I just, I'm, I don't do it so well with my own. So, I feel like if I can spend a little money and know that I'm going to get those fast passes, I'm absolutely going to do it. All I right, don't know how much it's going to be. Let's think about it though. Um, the Campies, the Bonassos, they're both parties, families of four. Right. Yes. You've just paid, let, let's say on average, $100 per person per day to get into the park. So there's 400 bucks. Now, what fast pass value, are you charging $25 a fast pass for two rides? That's another $50 a person for a family of four. That's another $200. So now that park for just those two rides is $600. It's a lot of money, but my kids don't really need to go to college. You know, I mean, they're going to be fine. Yeah, well, they're fine. They really but, want them in trade school anyway. Yeah. I, I, I was sort of thinking, like, I mean, it will depend on the price. If you're talking about $100 for two fast passes, that's not going to happen. I don't think but, they'll do that. I, no, I, I don't think, think What they you're will. going to see is something similar to what you get when you book club level, maybe $50. You right. get was was that a test run for this? To be honest, I actually think all these extra magic hours, you know, morning magic, evening magic, whatever one you're talking about, is a test run for all of it. And they have been, when they first came out, I remember other agents talking to them and saying, oh, this this is not, this is crazy. You know what? They're always sold out and they get incredibly rave reviews, every single one of them. So, And I'll I'll say this, like we went, we've done the... uh... The Star Wars de- de- dessert party at Hollywood Studios twice, mm-hmm. and how much? And you know that wasn't cheap. And uh, no. you know, I would, and I'd rather buy the fast passes than do that. You know, right? Yeah, you know, me so too. So if, if the prices around around that, you know, the price for the divor- the dessert party, um, I, I I would totally be in. All right. Well, you know what? Let's just go with the conce- what they're doing with concierge level right now, and say they're fifty dollars a pop. You just paid a hundred dollars a person to get in, fifty dollars a pop for each uh, uh, fast pass for the each ride. So now you're looking at three hundred dollars a person. Are the campies willing to pay twelve hundred dollars 
for an hour's and I know I know you're going to stay in the land for longer but you know to do those rides let's just say an hour's worth of time in Star Wars land on the ride are you going to shell out $1200 for that one day well yeah but the thing it pays for it right no (laughs) (laughs) no but like you're not dropping you're not going to be buying the fast passes you know the the thing is it's going to be split up like if I had to drop $1200 to do it no Right, but what's going to happen is we're going to buy the tickets, you know, six months before, you know. Uh, we're gonna so is that new math that they but, talk about? It's no, Disney you know math. Saying? He doesn't pay for this, so I don't really know what he's doing. Is Marcus spending a hundred dollars, and he waves at Bridget and the kids as they wait in the standby line for seven and a half hours? Do you know what this is like? Yeah, he's got to take his son. That's all I got to say. This is like when I would stay at Pop Century and go eat at Victorian Alberts, which I have done. And I'm walking out of Victoria and Albert's, or I'm walking out of Pop Century in my fancy outfit, because, you know, I can afford to eat there since I stayed at Pop. It's the same thing. If I can get the same benefits that club-level people get at Beach Club and still stay in a cheap resort, I'm totally going to do it. Absolutely. I I think it's brilliant. I love it. And you don't have to do it. That's the thing. You really don't have to do it. There are certain things you have to do in the park. You have to feed yourself. Um, but you don't have to pay for a fast pass. Yeah, and again, I don't like it. I don't like that they're doing it. But if it guarantees me getting on those on those two rides, yeah. I, I, I'm in. I, I think depending upon the price point, you might actually be better off getting a getting a group together to do a VIP tour. Yeah. Yes. You know, you're you're gonna find if that's the case. You know, you're gonna find these these groups of people who are gonna connect before their trip. Um, because you know, I've done it when when uh, in the early two thousands. You know, the big thing for us was, hey, let's take a fireworks cruise. Oh, yeah. let's go on these discussion boards. Hey, look, this party's going to be there the same day we're going to be there. They have ten people, uh, you know, going on a fireworks cruise. We'll all split the cost. You're going to find people who are who find you know, let's put together a group to do a VIP tour, and you'll find 12 strangers or whatever the maximum group is for a VIP tour so that they can get into the line, you know, get to the front of the lines or get access. Well, and they're, yeah, right. So the VIP tours, because I just had someone travel on one. I mean, they traveled (laughs) over. (laughs) That girl's impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They were traveling over President's Day weekend. And when it's a holiday or peak time, it's $625 an hour. So, and it's a minimum of seven hours. So Yeah, it's, well, and so what you could do is, okay, so if you had, say it's 600 bucks an hour, and you're going to do 10 hours with 10 people, that's $600 a person. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to really want to have that experience. And mm-hmm. can you do 10 hours in, in Galaxy's Edge? I don't, I mean... Yeah, you could. <laughs> so, but, you know, the thing is, even if you're on a VIP tour, you're still weaving in and out of crowds. And you're in the fast pass line, but you're not jumping. You're not supposed to jump to the front of the line in the regular VIP tour. Unless your name is Chris Evans. Then you get to go to the front. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I just like the idea of having my own little fast pass in my hot little hand and being able to go again in line. And and just, you know, knowing that it's guaranteed that I'm going to do it because I paid for it, you know. Um, but I bet those are limited, too, just like the extra magic, morning magic hours right. and things like that. 
But, I mean, it's actually pretty brilliant, and I guess we had to see it coming, you know. Mm-hmm. But we don't know if it's even happening. So, I mean, that's a rumor. Yeah, it's just a rumor. Usually, usually when these rumors... Me. Yeah, usually when these rumors come out like this, they're usually true, you know? I mean, and sometimes I feel like Disney, like, okay, we were, somebody posted on a page, and we were all looking at this earlier, they posted a bunch of media stuff, and I I thought to myself, is this a Disney person? You know, (laughs) did they do this? Because, you know, I mean, what better... um, you know, publicity than a bunch of Disney nerds going, oh my gosh, share this picture with your friends, share that picture with your friends, you know, I mean, it's free publicity. And this is too, I mean, you know, maybe they're throwing things out to kind of see how people react. Disney, if you're listening, we don't care, we'll pay it. Just let us know how much you need. (laughs) <laughs> just, just tell me one one rumor that has not come to fruition over the past two or three years. You know whether it's you know parking at the parking fees at the resort because that was a big or, rumor for a while. Yeah, yeah. You know they all end up becoming true eventually. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of a rumor that made any sense that didn't end up being true unless it was about some like minor refurb or something like oh my gosh they're they're shutting down you know aladdin's magic carpet it's something that no one cares about except little kids um and that one guy who's gonna send us an email and go that's my favorite ride Uh, (laughs) how dare you chris wood um anyway so yeah yeah i know it's uh awesome i will pay it i don't care I mean, within reason, of course, you know, but, and that is better. Like, you know, I know that some other podcasts, Len Testa, had talked about how they were going to have a Batu travel agency in the park where you could walk up and you could buy these tours and stuff. Um, and I don't, you know, I, I think they prefaced it by saying it hasn't been confirmed, but, you know, their sources are amazing. Um, and I think that's interesting too. It's, you know. If that's the case, that's genius. It's brilliant because you have some guy. Do, you know how you know how your wallet gets a little loose while you're in Disney. Like we did, my my husband and my son's birthday were like really close together right before this last trip. And I thought, what can I do nice for them? And so I sent them on the uh, um, what is it? Uh, the trek. The at what is it? Oh, Animal wild Kingdom. Africa. Wild Africa trek. Thank you very much. I sent them on that and. Uh, you know, they they loved it. And I didn't tell Kevin how much it was because I didn't want him to stress out about it. But um, when you get down there, you just feel like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll buy this. Then you wake up like two days after you get home and you get that bill and you're like, oh, never mind. You know, I'm, I don't know. I thinking? Yes. But, okay, what else do we know, guys? Has anyone else anything interesting that you saw or read about or Okay, so it looks like the Black Spire outpost is separated into three separate sections. Uh, the first part is an occupied city uh, where the First Order has a garrison, uh, and that is where that is where we're going to encounter Kylo Ren and a lot of the uh, a lot of the villains, the First Order. Uh, when Mark was talking about the costumes, there are some really cool First Order costumes uh, that yeah. cast members will be wearing. The second part is an alien landscape. Uh, which are spires and skyscrapers and rocks and whatnot. Uh, no real ride here, but I think it's just part of the the planet, the native planet. Uh, and then there's going to be a section that is a uh, a village with the resistance, and that's where the blue squadron X-wing is going to be parked, along with an A-wing fighter. And it's supposed to be where the early planetary uh, inhabitants set up their initial community. 
So it, it's going to have little sections. I don't really know what's going to be in what section yet, but it, it sounds like it will have its own little geography. Uh, if you look at the layout of Hollywood Studios, it does incorporate a pretty big section. So, uh, you know, going from the old uh, uh, streets section uh, into uh, the backside of, of Toy Story Land, which I think, unfortunately, Toy Story Land is going to be uh, full of lines and it's not going to be for Slinky Dog Dash. Yeah. Do you think so? And there's there's two ways to get in. So on the other side, not the Toy Story side, but the other side that goes by, you know, the Muppets and Star Tours. Gosh, I mean, that just seems like a more logical way to get in there, you know? Yeah, I wonder if the Toy Story entrance is going to kind of be the, you know, the the backside, you know, like they had to put it there just for the crowds and that the, the big glorious entrance, because you figure one of the entrances has to be real impressive. Right, and it and, is. And if you've been over at the old Streets of America section, uh, you know, come out of Muppets there, they've got that big wall with a, you know, a scene painted on it, and it's a big area. Um, will that be, you know, where the, where the grand entrance is? Probably. And, you know, I don't know what the foot traffic is supposed to be out of Toy Story Land, but all those people, you know, five months ago that were scrambling yeah. to get to Toy Story Land are just going to be running right through Toy Story Land. When Toy Story and Toy Story Land doesn't have very good flow, no. so you have to think that the crowds in Toy Story Land, the little kid crowds, the crowds that don't care about Galaxy's Edge other than to go in there once, those crowds are going to kind of like get in your way as far as getting to Galaxy's Edge. I mean, it's kind of going to be a little messy. So, oh my God, I'm so excited though. I can't even stand it. We still need to camp out, guys. Yeah, it's gonna be. Awesome. I, agree. I agree. It's going to be amazing. They just need to announce a date. Like, it's yeah. so incredibly frustrating because you can't plan in anything. And I had a client while I was down in Disney. She, you know, decided to plan a trip and she called me up and um, uh, we talked a lot about Galaxy's Edge and a lot about options for her and her family. And the tough thing was, is she's going Thanksgiving week. Now, normally, and I think, I think Bridget can vouch for this and maybe Tony as well. When you are booking club level Grand Floridian, I can get that room pretty easily. Even Thanksgiving week, especially, you know, what is it? 10 months out. I couldn't get it. I could not get club level Grand Floridian in the main building. And I thought, Oh my gosh, people have gotten, they've got, they've lost their minds. They're booking all these rooms because they want those fast passes, of course. So, I mean, you, in some ways, Disney's almost doing itself a disservice because those reservations are all going to drop off. And then what happens? They've got to announce a discount, right? Or maybe people are still going to go, I don't know. But it just seems to me that if they would give us an opening date so that we could all plan, our lives would be easier. Well, do you and know what next week happens to be? What? Thursday is the shareholder meeting. Oh. What better time to make an announcement Perfect. Then at the shareholder meeting in St. Louis. Wow. Okay. Now that well, that will overshadow uh, Captain Marvel's opening day. See, that's what I was thinking too, because that's the same, like right around the same time. It's the same day. But I think there's no better time to talk about your future than when you're talking about your current uh, earnings. You know, they also have um, Star Wars Celebration is coming up in Chicago in April. That's a whole month and a half away, though. 
Yeah, that's too close. If Galaxy's Edge is going to open in June, oh, they right. need yeah. some lead time. In Disneyland, it's June. Right? Yeah, and they opened Pandora Memorial Day weekend. They had already announced it by the what Feb- mid-February. So they're already a little behind that. And Pandora it was just a tiny little land. This is yeah. like major. Now, it would be brutal if they made the Disneyland announcement at the annual shareholders meeting. And waited until Star Wars Celebration to do the uh, Walt Disney World Walt Disney, announcement. Yeah. Well, I can tell you what I think is going to happen. They're not announcing Walt Disney World when they announce Disneyland. There's no way they'll announce Walt Disney World at D23. When is D23? August, isn't August. it? It's August. It's like no, they're not, they're not, they're not going to wait that long. You don't think so? If they have to go all the way to December to open it, they because might. Because by, by August, they'll have all of the discounts out for the, the October through December time frame. Unless they're not giving people discounts. They'll, it's Disney. They'll give discounts. Didn't they? Oh, when did they? You know what? Somebody, somebody isolate that. I'm just going to play that back to him over and over and over again when they don't al- announce any discounts. <laughs> when did they? <laughs> I will bet you a Mickey bar. <laughs> okay. I'll bet you a Mickey bar, too. When did they announce, or where did they announce Galaxy's Edge in the first place? Was it at Celebration, or was it at D23? Wasn't that at a D23 because they had, uh, okay. uh, they had a whole bunch of uh, like pro- Star Wars props and everything yeah. with like the, the code name, yeah, the imaginary yeah. code name. Okay. And everybody knew about it, like at least what, I mean, everybody knew it was happening. That's like when they announced the Fantasyland expansion and people had seen the drawings and everything like week a week or so before, but it was still kind of exciting, you know, but yeah, I, I still think they could do D23 in August. But here's the weird thing though, like they're, they're going to get caught up in their own like there's so much going on. You've got Captain Marvel. That's a big deal. You've got Avengers, even bigger probably. And then you've got these two lands opening, two resorts, multiple restaurants associated with this. Uh, there's a lot going on this year. Frozen Two. Frozen Two. Uh, isn't Aladdin coming out? The movie yeah. that no one. I mean, wants they've got a movie. Dumbo. They've Dumbo's got a big movie out. coming out almost every month. Yeah. It's a really, really big year. And yeah. so you don't want to kind of trip over your gondolas. You don't want to trip over yourself when you have all these other things going on. So you have to think, okay, when is this going to happen to kind of maximize the most hype? And Disney doesn't have to have a marketing budget. You're right. But they will go on things like Good Morning America, like they did with Pandora and Toy Story, right, right. And, and talk about it. So, I mean, when does that happen? Are they going to have, they can't have Disney on every week with a new thing. Good welcome to Good Morning America. Today we're going to talk about this new thing, the same thing we talked about last week. You know, I mean, they can't do that over and over again. So, so just to go back and and follow up with Mark's question, D twenty three August two thousand fifteen, a Star Wars land was announced. Okay. In at D twenty three in two thousand seventeen, they actually gave the name of uh, Galaxy's Edge. And then, Gosh, has it been that long? It hasn't been. <laughs> so maybe they do hold out for D23. I think they will. They have nothing to lose except bookings that are going to drop off. And well, they can't hold out that long crazy. for California. No. no well, yeah. California, they're just, I like. I think you're right. I think that shareholders meeting, you're kind of, I, that has to be right. That, that gives them like what? March, April, May, three months. A month before that, they can do pass holder previews, hopefully, cross fingers. Um, not that I have a pass. But um, 
you know, I don't know. It's exciting. And we're probably like, our listeners are probably like, oh my God, are they talking about Star Wars again? <laughs> Except that one you guy. Should, you should listen to my other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Talk, I, talk I, about I, it almost every time. You, you know what? I listen to that every time. What are you talking about? Mark? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mark, what is that new podcast name? Yeah, it's, it's the Geek called- Hangout Podcast, Tony. The Geek Hangout Podcast? I yeah. like that name. Yeah, me and uh, my friend Grant, my lifelong friend Grant. Grant, the guy who gets to go to all... Are you guys going to Captain Marvel? Of course. Okay. Adam, are you going to Captain Marvel when it opens? I wasn't invited. Well, not to, not to the Grant Mark thing. They don't... Two like, hours away! Other people don't interrupt. They're, they're like a, they have a thing going on. You can't go. But are you going to go when it opens? Uh, I'll probably... That's a Thursday night it's opening. Mm-hmm. I'll probably go that Friday night or Saturday. I, I think it's going to be good. And there's an orange cat in it. So, I mean, you know, worst yeah, case exactly. cat movie. Is this going to be like, you know, when a when like Die Hard came out and it, it became a Christmas movie? Is this going to be a cat movie? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But apparently, I've heard the don't cat. The cat dies. <laughs> no, I've heard that the cat is, is sort of the, the breakaway star of the movie. Really? Uh, that's what I've heard. Well, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why <laughs> That's because the cat's not really a cat. Uh, exactly. Don't ruin it for me. I okay. Won't. What if, and when Avengers comes out, I uh, I was like, I'm never speechless. When Avengers ended last year, I was like losing it. I my oh, mouth God. was just hanging open. I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. I know. I'm and it, and and it, I it stuns even me to say this, but I'm I think I'm more excited about Endgame than I am about Episode Nine. You know what? Me too. Yeah. I, I, I mean, now, as Endgame yeah. gets, as Did Episode Nine that? gets closer, I'll probably be like, yeah, through the roof. But um, but right now, I, I'd rather like I'm all in on Endgame. I I have outfits picked out for when I go to Episode <laughs> Nine. I mean, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Like I'm I'm gonna try to like you know be subtle about my Star Wars, but not too subtle. I want my people to know who I am. I take the day off work. Really? Yes, I do. Yes, he does. Take vacation day. I saw The Force Awakens before my family saw it, and then I lied and didn't tell them. (laughs) (laughs) So I went and saw it, and then, like, the next day, all of us went to see it together, and I pretended that it was the first time I'd seen it. Nice. That's what a bad person I am. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, it was great. And there's something about, like, I don't know, like, they didn't have a big Star Wars movie this Christmas, and I was like, hmm, there's really nothing out. So... Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, yeah. So this is the stuff you talk about in the Geek Hangout, huh? You listen, we, we're we're very interesting. Are you really, Bridget? Aren't we interesting? Yes, they they actually are interesting. Okay, I'll check yeah. it out. I'll, would, I'll, would I'll, any, I'll download it. Would I'm anyone like you... to start a new podcast with me? I'm going to call it the Nerd Nook. The Nerd oh, Nook. Nice. Oh, I nerd like Nook. That Where were that you when like we were a... trying to name it? Dang it! The Nerd Nook. I'll <laughs> do it with like you, Tony, and we'll. We'll take Mark in uh, Grant's podcast down. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> take it down. Why are you so angry? <laughs> angry? Adam's angry tonight. You should have heard the other, you know, I don't know if that other podcast is going up. <laughs> He's fiery angry. He's fiery. Yes. Kindness. Let's all so act with kindness. We've yes. digressed. 
Oh, which would also be a great name for a podcast. We've digressed. (laughs) And uh, actually, yeah, or a book. One thing I'm looking forward to is uh, the cantina music. Oh, yeah. Is is going to be provided by RX24. Now, you might not know that droid's name uh, as as RX24, but you might remember a little droid by the name of Captain Rex. Yes. Who used to be your pilot in Star Tours. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He will be handling the uh, DJ music uh, since C-3PO has replaced him in Star Tours. Uh, but uh, Re- Captain Rex is voiced by one of my all-time favorite actors. Yes. Bonus points for anyone who can come up with that name. Oh, it is the late Carol Channing. Luckily, they got all of the uh, audio recorded before she died. Good. No, it is Paul Rubens. Really? Oh, that's Pee-wee right. Herman. That's Pee-wee right. Herman. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Pee Wee. I knew. I, like, I, I knew it was somebody. Yeah, I do. Can I, I tell you the story about how I met Pee Wee Herman? Yes, we digress. I, I didn't meet him, but I used to work for Florida Department of Law Enforcement, and when he got arrested, I got his arrest card. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I saw Was it sticking? Did you get him to sign it? No. He did <laughs> sign it. You have to sign the arrest card. They fingerprint you. It's got all your scars, marks, and tattoos, what you're charged with, your address, and whatnot. That's, it was exciting. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, peewee. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, well, Aren't the uh, isn't the Rex droids in currently in Star Tours too? Like they're in the like junk heap or whatever when you're walking yeah, through. Sadly. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, let me ask everyone a question. Are you drinking the blue milk? I'm going to start with the ever so charming Adam. Drinking it or not? Uh, yeah, I am. Especially since it's not dairy. Right? Oh, because dairy upsets your stomach. Of course it does, Grandpa. No, no, it just <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like to drink milk in the middle of the Florida sun. That's true. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. But yes. I'm sure it's some kind of like blueberry flavored something. Oh, sounds terrible. I'd have to like do a shot of it maybe. It's I don't know. It's like a smoothie. Like I, I that's what like, I think. I think oh, it's going to be smoothie-like. Like smoothie. All right. Bridget, are you drinking the blue milk? Uh, I'm sure my kids are going to want to drink it. So if they get it, then I'll taste it. But I don't know that okay. I'll drink it. Tony, let me ask you a question. If you can milk the Bantha yourself, are you drinking the milk? That's the green milk, though, right? Yes. Okay. No. No. Is it Banthas, the blue? Are, Banthas are blue milk. Okay. Are you drinking the blue milk out of the Bantha? If I can milk the Bantha, like, am I taking it straight from the teat, or, or is it <laughs> going to be gonna in like, a cup? I think you're going to be like, Luke, I think you're going to put it in the bottle. <laughs> yes. I am I am drinking it, and then I am I am following it up with... What I'm hoping they will have there is a Yoda bar instead of a Mickey Mouse. Uh, a, a Mickey <laughs> oh, my bar. God. That would be the worst thing ever. That would be uh, awesome. All right. I, I want pictures of you milking the Bantha. Just FYI. I really do. Okay. Hashtag um, milking the Bantha. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's like the best hashtag ever. Okay. And lastly, uh, Mark. Do you really need to ask? Of course, I'm, of uh, course I'm drinking the glue. I'm, I'm drinking like five of them. Okay. And, and the green milk, so we, we, we were talking earlier, the green milk comes from the, they're called Thala Sirens. Okay. That's the animal on Octu. Okay. And that's from like one of the older movies. No, that's from Last Jedi. That's from what? episode, yeah. That's the wait, one that mil- thought, milks. Wait, I thought that was a bantha. Oh, wow. Okay. No, banthas are huge like mammoth type creatures yes. oh. on Tatooine. 
Right. Oh, okay. They call them sirens because they do kind of sit there kind of sexy-like, don't they? Yes. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Okay. I learned something tonight because I thought that was bantha milk. Okay. That's, it's, either way, it was really a gross well, scene. Well, the blue milk is bantha milk. The green okay. milk is thalassiren. I can't keep it straight. I'm sorry. Okay. I just, blue for bantha. <laughs> Okay, this is where I this is where I drop off of the geek thing. Okay, <laughs> I love Star Wars. I do, I like the outfits. Um, I don't know about this Bantha thing. Okay, and the Star you know you know Chris and her love for Star Wars live long and prosper. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> do you know what my husband is? My husband will tell you the many differences between Star Wars and Star Trek. Yes, he will. He should listen so. to the Geek Hangout. He probably should. Tell yeah. him Exactly. I'll tell me to check it out. Give you guys a good review. One star, right? That's the best. Yeah, tell you <laughs> anything's better than what we have right now. So, oh, do you not have any? Oh, have I anything. can take care of that it's for sad. you. All right, I'm going in right now. I gave I you guys have, a five star rating. Adam's oh. ball. Yeah, Adam. Did, did, yeah, that's right. Adam. Adam oh. Made it. oh okay. Thank you, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Just make fun of Adam today. I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's going to wrap us up for tonight. We thank you for listening. Uh, go out on iTunes and leave us a review. We'd love to hear it. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and what else, Adam? Is that it? Is that all we do? As of now, yes. But we are working on a revolutionary app that will only have our show on it. Wow. Yeah, really? Yeah. And it's only going to work in the bathroom at your house. Nice. <laughs> yeah. What's it's it called? called? Potty book? What is Batroom. it? Bathroom. Bathroom. <laughs> Perfect. B a c h r o o m. On that note, you can leave us a review, and uh, I guess we'll talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. Bye. 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 Good night. <laughs>